Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to NGS Bay's podcast program, Conversations on New Jersey Education, a program designed to uh, allow our listeners, those in the education community, to speak to educational leaders throughout the state and the nation on important topics in education. Uh, and to, I can't find, think of anything more important in today's program where we talk about student security and emotional well-being. Uh, and before I get to my guest, there, I just want to say that there are a couple ways that you can participate. One, you can call 1-347-989-8904 and just press the number 1, and that will let Michael, who's wa- uh, monitoring our uh, switchboard, know that you have a question, uh, and he will pass it on to me, or you can ask the question directly to our guests. Or you can just log into our uh, chat room, and in the chat room um, – you can just type in your question, and I'll pass it on to our guest, uh, or if you just want to pass a comment on. Um, today's uh, guest is Ian Hockley uh, from the Dylan's Wings of Change. Um, uh, Ian's uh, – well, I'll have Ian tell his story a little bit, uh, but uh, it started uh, with the, the tragedy in Sandy Hook, um, and uh, unfortunately, as we're taping this, we had a school shooting yesterday, which I – kind of uh, unsettling. But uh, Ian, uh, welcome, first of all. Welcome, Ian Hockley. Hello, Ray. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, First of all, why don't you just tell your story as to how you got to starting this uh, wingman program. But, you know, it started with uh, Sandy Hook. Yes, and and actually you you, you raised a good point there. There was a shooting at the school in in Colorado yesterday that – uh, another in a string of these terrible events at our school. So our hearts go out to all of the people affected by that community. Um, my son Dylan was one of the first graders uh, that was killed at the shooting at Sandy Hook, and that was in December 2012. You know, there were 26 victims that day, and you know the reverberations from that tragedy were felt around the world. You know, it was because the the children were so young the victims were were first graders that suddenly this hit home in a way that although there'd been very terrible um shootings before then this this seemed to touch a really raw nerve and uh, we saw donations flood in um from that people people didn't know what to do that this this tragedy tragedy was so devastating but they knew they could donate and so we started a memorial fund for for Dylan we appointed advisors to take care of that while we spent the next few months grieving for Dylan's loss, really. And uh, and so you thought about where your next steps would be at that point, right? Yeah, it was around May of 2013, so we were a few months after the shooting, and the advisors suggested it was decision time. You know, uh, there was about $120,000, you know, an incredible amount of money had been donating to Dylan's fund. And they said, do you make a gift to a community foundation and and direct them what you want doing? 
or do you start your own mission? So we got with them and we decided on the latter and we, we founded Dylan's Wings of Change. And the, the name of our foundation is inspired by uh, his mum Nicole's speech at Dylan's Celebration of Life. You know, when Dylan would get overstimulated, he would jump up and down and he would flap his hands. Um, and Dylan had autism and he struggled through his autism. He struggled to communicate. He couldn't always make his thoughts clear to other people. He couldn't always follow their instructions or questions. And one day Dylan is flapping away as happy as can be. And Nicole asked him, Dylan, why do you flap? She wasn't sure what he would say. But on that day he said, Mommy, I'm a beautiful butterfly. And so Dylan's wings of change are the wings of the butterfly. And, and we can talk later maybe a little about the butterfly effect and how it's so important to what we're doing. And um, uh, first of all, for our listeners, I should say, uh, Ian will be our keynote speaker at workshop. So if you're planning on going to workshop, uh, he will be speaking there again. And so just listening to him, you'll be able to see him as well. Um, and so what's the focus of the Wings of Change? Uh, and how does that reflect? I think it reflects on your inspiration from Dylan. Yes, definitely. Um, really, the, the, the foundation has been devoted the past five years to the Wingman program. Um, we started working with two athletics coaches here in Connecticut, and they had used great team bonding and trust-building activities with their athletes, and they built this community it's like strong, caring community of runners that really was looking after each other. And, you know, the program name, you know, the wingman comes from the Air Force. The wingman is the pilot that has got your back, is looking out for others, not themselves, you know, is taking care of danger. And so we created a program working with them. And, you know, it's a social and emotional learning program using experiential activities because they're extremely effective for, for delivering social and emotional learning. You know, experiential education is engaging the mind, so to challenge your thinking, your body, getting you into a physical activity, and your heart, you know, stirring up and understanding your emotions. And so that Wingman program is a student-led program. We train students in the schools and they're the facilitators for these activities. So you have kids teaching kids, speaking their language, and understanding what they're going through. And the program is used in schools across entire grades. And we work with each principal to decide you know, which grades they'll draw their leaders from to run the program and which grades will receive the activities. Some of them, it runs school-wide. You will have, you know, from fifth through eighth grade in the wingman program. And others just selected, you know, maybe just the first graders are going to receive the program this year. And now, um, are they all in the same grade? Can the wingman be an older student, uh, uh, you know, like a, a fifth grader and a first, you know, is the wingman for a first grader or are they all in the same grade? It's usually the older students are the leaders. So um, you're, you're selecting the older grades to be those role models, and they're working with the, the younger ones to, to, to pass on some of their life experience uh, for the younger ones to, to be looking up to the older kids because they see themselves stepping into those shoes in, in a few years. So that, that age gap you know, helps uh, boost the program and it helps it bed in in the school. And I would imagine, uh, and we'll talk even more about this later, but I would imagine there might, I mean, we're thinking about the 
everyone having a wingman to protect them and to help them. But is there an impact on the, the wingman himself, uh, you know, the older student feeling a little bit different now that they have to be a little bit more protective? Definitely. You know, you're, you're putting a responsibility on them, you know, a responsibility that we, sh- we all should have to take care of other people. And you're letting them realize that as a role model, the way they act, the way they speak is watched by others. And that younger people especially are are very impressionable. And if they see an older kid saying things and doing things, they'll accept that as a norm and they'll believe that's the way they can be. So you put the responsibility on the older students to set positive role models and show all of the characteristics that you'd really like to see in the school be displayed by them. And I think I read on your website uh, that – and I think it's true. Uh, even though we're focused on kids, I think you say everyone needs a wingman. Couldn't be more true. You know, there's, there's at some point in your life or at multiple times in your life, you are feeling in a situation that you're either down or alone. And it would be great if someone reached out to you. And while we all have our friends, our friends aren't always there. So if you create a community of people with a desire and inspired to be a wingman for everyone they meet, then actually that helping hand is always there. You don't need to find it. It will find you. And that's what you're trying to create in these schools that participate, and we'll get into some of the schools that are participating in the training. You're trying to create that culture of there being everyone looking out for each other. Exactly, exactly. Um. Well, how does the the training work? I mean, uh, you say you train students, but do you train any of the – I guess you train the adults first to train the students. Yeah. Yeah, so we have a team of certified trainers. Um, they are they are the adults that go out to the schools, so they're you know they're an external trainer coming into the school, and um, and we can talk a bit about their training program and that mm-hmm. recruitment going on. But it's that two day training program, a curriculum we've designed to take a group of students and enable them to be these facilitators to roll the program out across the school. And their two day pr- training program is actually full of all the experiential activities that are at the core of Wingman. Because the first thing we want to do with those students is to create a strong bonded team of kids that feel comfortable with each other. You know, right, you know, over the first morning where we get a group of kids that are sitting separately or in their little friend groups through the morning doing these engaging activities, we end up with one big team. Um, you know, it's night and day from just three or four hours before. So we've got the students in their training, and part of what we're doing with them is exploring their school climate in a safe space in creative ways. And the kids are you know, exploring what it's like to be in their school, what they love about it, what their concerns are, what behaviors they wish they could change. And that informs the Wingman program going forward. What does it need to address? What are the problems the kids are saying they have? Because every school is different, right? Every community mm-hmm. and town is, is different, has its, has its issues, has its successes. So Wingman is not a canned curriculum. We always wanted it to be to address what that particular community needs. And then the students round off their training with a chance to practice on each other, uh, trying out these newfound skills. And then 
they're the first step on the road to being ready to take the program out to their peers when the program actually launches. Um, I have a couple questions. Is there, what is the cost for training, uh, and who do you train? Uh, is it just teachers, or is it could be a principals, counselors? So we um, the, the the trainers we're recruiting right now um, are ideally you know, recently retired educators. Maybe it's uh, teachers that are taking some time out of the profession, um, but still looking to stay connected with schools, or re- even people that have worked in youth education, adventure courses, ropes courses. These are all people with experience working with kids, because wingman training itself is is quite unique. All of those people have the skill sets to go in the schools, and you actually talk about the staff at the school. You know, the the, the student leaders are not left alone to run this. We always have. Uh, two or three staff and of course the principal behind them as like their support crew Um, so we have a separate one-day workshop where we get uh, staff from many schools who are assigned to be the support crew for the wingman leaders Uh, and they go through really the program mechanics and how the program rolls out in their school and uh, I, I assume that you've been part of a lot of this training uh what kind of feeling do you get when you see the kids kind of come together? Is does it um, is that like a great satisfaction to you to to watch the change in the kids and watch the student leaders helping each other? Because I'm sure you have seen that. Seen it uh, every single time, right? And uh, it never ceases to amaze me that if you um, give the students the chance and the safe space to talk about themselves and their feelings. It's so invigorating for them because they probably spend a great deal of time in their life and certainly in their school life trying to fit in. Keep your head down. You know, don't stand out or you could get picked on. Um, keep keep everything inside you um, for fear of it being made fun of or being used against you. And that training space gives them a chance to open up. And, and we've had kids share about things. Um, but mainly about how much fun they have had during the training. There was one young gentleman in Edison, and while some kids had said, you know, this was just a great day, you know, one of my best days at school, and for some reason, whatever was going on in his life, he said, you know, this is one of the best days of my life, and he talked about what he'd been able to do and how he'd been able to feel those through those two days, and so we're just excited to see them take that forward when they roll the program and out in the school, that they can do the same for their peers, that they give them that same feeling that they're part of a community that has their best interests at the heart instead of, you know, just taking advantage uh, advantage of them or making fun of them. Um, you started this in Connecticut and, uh, and uh, you're bringing it to New Jersey and you have brought it to New Jersey. Where is it happening in New Jersey right now? Uh, and then we'll get into some dates for training too. Sure. And and you're right. Yeah, we started the first um, the first two middle schools were in Connecticut, started the wingman program. And that was 2015. And it grew very slowly and organically because we wanted to get everything right. You know, we needed to refine that student leader training. We looked at different ways that the program would roll out uh, across the whole school. So it grew slowly to date to 20 schools in Connecticut and New York. And then it was in 2018, 
I met um, Beth Moroni. She's a retired principal and Board of Ed member in Edison. And we began presenting the Wingman program actually across a number of counties in New Jersey. Uh, that was in 2018, and that attracted a lot of interest. And actually, in that first year, uh, this first year, we've had 17 schools in four districts. They enrolled in Wingman. So in Edison, Cranberry, South Plainfield and Highbridge, and they were the first wave of schools, and that's really just the beginning. Um, and, and I'd just like to oh, mention we we started a sister program for dance studios. Uh, that was three years ago, and that's actually registered 240 studios in 40 states, as well as Canada, Canada Australia, and the UK. So just to get a sense at Wingman right now um, has really taken off in New Jersey, and indeed our sister programs growing around the world. And uh, uh, I hadn't, I forgot about the dance studio. Uh, how does it work in a dance studio? I know we don't have to go into as many details, but I guess because there is a lot of physical uh, movement, is it a little different program in the dance studio? Definitely. You know, in the schools, the activities are anywhere from 30, 40 minutes to an hour long, and they're really in depth. In dance studios, you don't have so much time, so the activities are shorter. And they definitely make use of movement and dance, but the, it's the same objective, uh, giving the kids an experiential activity, letting them experience uh, the activity and understand their, their emotions and reflect on what they've learned. So in very, very much uh, the same as the school's program. And what do you see as the, some of the positive impacts that you've seen in the schools uh, after a wingman program has been uh, implemented. Yeah, sure. You know, it gives the school so many things. Um, we think it's a really meaningful student leadership uh, opportunity. They not only get training, but they get ownership of a program and they're personally invested in that. Um, it's giving them a voice. You know, I, I talk back to their, uh, the, the, the feedback from the student leaders. Uh, they're able to talk about their concerns as young people growing up today. Um, sharing their hopes and worries in this safe safe space, um, and, and more broadly, you know, multiple studies have shown. I don't think it's in doubt now that social and emotional programs in schools they're a boost to the academics. When kids can spend less time worrying about their emotional safety in the school, they can focus more on their work. And um, what about like issues like absentee, chronic absenteeism? Does it is that affected by a program like this? You know, I would hope so. There's there's a lot of drivers behind chronic absenteeism, and I know it's it's a really hot topic right now. Um, and one cause, you know, could be that a kid doesn't feel welcome at school, that they've felt isolated and excluded. So any program that can improve the social climate in the school can start to reverse that trend and start to bring those kids into the fold that they can feel more included. You know, social isolation is an epidemic in this country. And, and it, it's, you know, in the wider sense, it's causing depression, instances of suicide, mass violence. And one antidote to that is empathy. And the ultimate goal of wingman and programs like this is to elevate the empathy level within the community so everybody can find their place, feel safe, and be accepted for who they are. So if a kid can see that is happening in school, maybe we can start to reverse that trend in absenteeism if that is one of the causes or the symptoms uh, for that person. And it might, 
it might help a student to know that one person noticed that they weren't there, at least one person, and said, oh, we, I missed you yesterday. Are you okay? And those little things probably go a long way. They do indeed. It's, it's often the smallest thing can change someone's day. And if you can keep that going on, then that is that that will have that ongoing effect. That's why we like the Wingman program to run through the school year. You need to keep up that that cadence, that drumbeat of the importance of you know the emotional safety and security of all the kids there through the year. You can't let it be forgotten. And uh, I didn't ask you. I I I guess you do it for all students, uh, special needs students. Uh, you would probably be at uh, most grades. So it. It really doesn't matter what type of students you have, what student body, what your demographics are. Uh, you can work it in any type of school district or school. Yeah, I think it's important that all of the school, all of the kids get to experience it um, to to whatever level they they need to engage. And you mentioned the kids with special needs there. You know that that was Dylan. You know he did struggle to navigate life at times, so he would need a wingman maybe more often than other kids. But fair to say, everyone. You know, we touched on this earlier. Everyone, there's a point in their life they need a wingman. So it, it's 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 so important. The more kids that can be reached within the school, the better. Uh, let's get into uh, some of the training as to uh, uh, if I'm interested or someone's interested in it. What are the training opportunities, uh, and where are the training opportunities? Yeah, and 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 Ray, this comes back to our partnership with um, New Jersey School Boards Association. The, uh, this is going to springboard a, a new wave of growth for the program in New Jersey next year. Uh, Dylan's Wings of Change is investing in New Jersey. We see uh, across the board um, uh, a desire to implement social emotional learning programs there that that we've not seen in Connecticut. And so we see the demand coming, and this summer we want to recruit and train at least 40 new wingman trainers to be able to go out there and work with the schools. And the training will be this summer, uh, two workshops we've set up, and they're going to be hosted at your headquarters down there in Trenton. Um, and the information is up on our website. I know you'll be sharing it out where people can go in, see all of the details and requirements of the training um, in both in July and in August. The two workshops will, will be identical. Um, the, the applicant would just need to attend one of those two workshops. Um, like I say, recently retired educators, staff that are taking some time out of the profession but want to stay connected or other youth educators. I think those will all have the requisite experience. And then through the three-day workshop, they'll learn everything about the student leader curriculum, experiential education, the program logistics. They will come out of that ready to go straight into the schools and train those student leaders. Um, oh, you know what? You mentioned your website. Uh, could you just... Uh... Right, uh, tell us what your website is. Absolutely. www.dylanswingsofchange.org. No apostrophes, no markers, just straight through Dylan's Wings of Change. And Dylan, our son Dylan is spelled D-Y-L-A-N, Dylan's Wings of Change. And there's a button on there, and in the top bar says Become a Trainer, and that takes you to a page with all the details, what's involved, what the compensation is, because we compensate our trainers for the hard work they put in and how they can register and sign up for the training programs. Uh, for those, 
if you're a school district and you don't have a trainer, uh, but you're interested in having the program come in, they can contact you or your uh, uh, Dylan's Wings of Change and say, you know, I didn't, I don't have any trainers, but do you have someone who can come into our school to help uh, start the program? Yes, exactly. So once we have we we have a team of five trainers already in New Jersey, but we know to meet the demand, that's not going to um, that's not going to be enough. So if a, a district is uh, interested in implementing, they contact us through the website. I would have an initial discussion with them what they're looking to to get out of the program, what they already have in place, because integration is always important. A lot of schools have programs in place. We feel Wingman is extremely flexible and can integrate with many other programs to bring that student-led aspect in. And if this is a go, then then a trainer can be assigned and uh, they'll, they'll come into the school and get the program up and running. Can I mention at this uh, point, um, Ray, a very interesting thing we're doing mm-hmm. with the town of, the town of Bloomfield who okay. they are, uh, they're going to roll out the program across their entire district, which is 11 schools. And, uh, you know, on a school-by-school basis, um, that would be a, a very big program to implement. Uh, we, we do, as, a, as, as you mentioned before, we, we charge uh, for the training. Uh, so we are going in and we are training staff in each school to be the student leaders' trainers. So it's a, a unique model there, but definitely I, I would replicate that on a district-by-district basis. But if an individual school would like to start the wingman program, then it's most cost-effective that we just send in one of our wingman trainers because they can they can get it program kicked off very quickly. And uh, what do you see for the future for Dylan's uh, Wings of Change and actually the wingman program? You know, our um, hope is you know, social and emotional learning everywhere. That's why we started the dance program because kids don't just interact and develop and learn in schools. There's so many other places. So we started a, a very early pilot after-school program for Wingman. We have a pilot in a summer camp up in Poughkeepsie, New York, and we're working with the martial arts club to see how Wingman might fit in there. But specifically in New Jersey and the partnerships with school school boards association, um, will we, the, the the rapid growth there uh, and implementation. We're putting all of our focus in New Jersey for the next school year, and at such time as we you know hope that it's a success and put all our effort in there, we'll look to see if there are other states want to do a similar, you know, statewide rollout. But New Jersey is where it is at for the forthcoming school year, which is extremely exciting. I and mean, we're excited about it, too. It's, just, it's not a one-way street. It's a two-way street. <laughs> um, so um, uh, as we're coming to the, the close of the, the program, um, I was just uh, thinking as we uh, – how do I say this? You know, we, I started, I mentioned that school shooting yesterday, but there, I, I thought of it, there was one student who was very heroic and went, he was almost a wingman for everyone else. He gave up his own life to save everyone else's. And I, I thought, oh my God, he was a wingman and he didn't know it at the time. Um, and I, I think you're, you know, it's important to have someone always looking out for your back, uh, no matter what your age and uh, or great, you know, Ray. That so. you know, Colorado was a, a heartbreaking tragedy once again. But 
now hearing that story of that young man, and that's courage at the extreme. You know, we hope the Wingman program give kid, gives kids that little bit of courage to reach out to someone they don't know who they see struggling. That's, that's what it's about. It takes bravery to see someone who may be different to you because safety is in similarity. If, if you look and act like me, I have an immediate connection and I feel safe with you. But someone who's different, and that difference can be anything, color of hair or the way they act, it takes a little more courage to reach out and connect with them. So we need more courage in the world. And empathy will drive that courage. Empathy, the desire to connect will give them that courage to reach out. But what that young man did, if these stories we're hearing are true, was amazing. Yeah, and I think uh, to your point, the empathy drives the courage that, not to, maybe to that extreme, but to defend someone who may not be popular uh, in the school uh, for whatever reason. You know how young kids can be. Uh, so yeah. I think it's important that we really build on that social-emotional Build that empathy for all our kids. Yeah. So, uh, you have any other final thoughts that you want to pass on? Uh, any final information you want to give your uh, uh, website again? Sure. Uh, definitely for prospective uh, trainers, uh, because we really want to build that trainer team to be ready to go for next year. Check out www.dylanswingsofchange.org and find become a trainer. Um, as I say, we want we want a team of 40 to be ready to go. Um, and any school district interested in the program, you know, same way to get on there and get in touch with us about that. I'd like to just share how why we talk about the butterfly effect. You know, Dylan described himself as as that butterfly and. The butterfly is a symbol of transformation. You know, it, it goes from the ugly little caterpillar and goes through this remarkable, fearless transformation into something extremely beautiful. And the, you know, the butterfly. But I talk with students when when I speak at schools about the butterfly effect, how minute, small changes as they accumulate can create a massive impact. The butterfly flaps its wings and causes a hurricane on the other side of the world. And those small changes are the decisions of hundreds or thousands of children that today they will be kinder, that they will pick someone up, not put them down, that they will do good things and build their community. That butterfly effect is real in their, in their school, in, in their groups, in their community. It's real and it can be felt if they all make that decision that that there's 20,000 kids in the wingman program today already having that effect how powerful would that be if it were 200,000 or 2 million or, or so on that effect will be felt and will create change in so many areas that the world needs today these kids are the future the future needs empathic leaders and and that's that's our ultimate goal to inspire these kids to be out there and drive change thank you ray I can't say it any better, and I hope uh, you all uh, enjoyed listening to Ian. Uh, and if you did, you can uh, hear him again at our, our workshop this October. Uh, he'll be our keynote speaker. Uh, and I, that brings us to the end of the program. I'd like to thank Ian uh, for joining us and sharing his story and his vision for changing uh, the culture in a lot of our schools. So thank you, Ian. Thank you, Ray, and all your listeners. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye now.
Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.